Hello and welcome back to ESM Squared. We're back for part two of our interview with Andrea Esti of the University of Vermont. If you missed part one, go and check it out. We had a little news about TikTok content and the ever-growing popularity of the platform. We chatted about the key figures Andrea pays attention to for performance tracking on Instagram, where she gets her inspiration for all the amazing content she creates and sources for the UVM Instagram account, and lots more insightful tips too. Do you have a particular campaign in mind, which uh, has been a big success and that you were very proud to have run? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, looking back at it feels like about a million years ago, but um, last year for our uh, admissions decision release, you know, it's one of the most exciting times on our Instagram channel um, because obviously there's just so much positive energy. Um, and also anybody that's connected to the community can kind of join in on the celebration. You know, it's not just the students who are celebrating. It's also alumni and parents and even current students. Um, so this year for our most recent admission cycle, um, which would have been, you know, last December at this point, um, we, you know, did a full Instagram campaign, just offering ways for students to share in the celebration. And I think the thing that we were really pleased with is the number of comments that we got in that post. Um, and not just kind of people saying, I'm in, but then kind of using the comments as a way to connect with their classmates, possibly for the first time. So we're seeing this depth of connection happening in Instagram that um, I think just continues to evolve, which is which is really exciting and, and really what we're trying to do on Instagram. You know, it's it's that back to that recruitment and retention. You know, we are not just looking at the vanity metrics, but how are we kind of adding to students' experience and their feeling of community? And so you used the videos from students in your stories on Instagram, uh, showing them opening their letters and getting all excited and sometimes emotional. And I I believe you used uh, how many of those in your stories? So we did. And I think that was... I was so pleased with just the response that we got from students in terms of being willing to really kind of let us into their homes and this really, you know, kind of personal pivotal moment. So yes, we shared, I think it ended up being about 10 or so photos and videos, maybe closer to a dozen in our Instagram story. And, you know, just got so many comments of from alumni and other folks just saying, it's so great to see this kind of energy and, um, So, yeah, you know, I think that just speaks to the fact that user generated content just continues to be really vital for our Instagram, offering that authentic view from students perspective um, is just kind of really crucial to letting people know that, you know, this isn't just the institutional voice. We are, you know, made up of made up of the sum of what our whole institution is. It's the people. You're managing your social media like a brand would, I guess, a brand who's really understood um, and who uh, wants to use the user generated content from their customers and their happy users. And then they repost that and it just it's a virtuous cycle. Right. How does it work? How do they send you the videos? How do you get them to want to send you the videos um, to how do you get their authorization to post them? Like what happens? Because I think that this could really inspire a lot of listeners. Yeah, thanks. Um, so we, I guess I would say we absolutely have an advantage being that we have kind of this pre-baked community um, 
you know, of brand ambassadors who are just by nature, you know, they're part of the community and they wear UVM on their sweatshirts. Um, they're proud to be a part of the community. So we absolutely just, you know, that's one thing about managing, you know, for a brand like a university is that you've got all of these folks kind of at your fingertips. So yeah, that was really the challenge for me coming on board, you know, four years ago, we didn't do any kind of user generated content. And I kind of, I just saw it as such an opportunity, um, just knowing how many students are constantly posting these amazing photos and experiences on Instagram. So um, four years ago, really it started with, you know, searching our hashtag. We have a hashtag that is kind of our main hashtag, InstaUVM, and we use that in the majority of our posts. It's in our profile. And, um, you know, so you have folks kind of automatically raising their hand by using that hashtag to say, yes, please feature my photo. Um, and then as kind of, you know, the, I guess, features on Instagram really expanded, we started to use things like location data, um, so not just campus, but also the city that we're in, Burlington, Vermont, because like I mentioned, you know, that sense of place is really important. So kind of broadening the scope of where we were looking for photos and then beyond Burlington, you know, looking at the larger state, um, looking at Vermont. Um, and so we primarily, you know, reach out to people via direct message um, to ask permission. It, you know, is obviously kind of labor intensive, but it really enables us to form connections with students. Um, and oftentimes, you know, we'll connect with a student. And I think I've maybe only had a handful of folks say, no, you can't use my photo. Um, by and large, you know, the folks that are sharing their stuff on Instagram are there to get their stuff seen. And, um, you know, I think at this point, you know, anytime we repost a student's photo, inevitably there's a bunch of folks in the comments saying, hey, my friend is famous, you know, so it's become like a little badge of honor, uh, you know, relatively speaking, a small badge of honor that students are excited to have their their photos and videos showcased on our channel. Um, so direct message, you know, it really enables us to to go deeper than just saying, can we repost this, you know, say yes, but um you know, opens that doorway for them to connect with us as well. Yeah, because you you were saying before that the the relationship that you have with the students is also a really important part of your work. You need to be close to them in order to be able to post the the stuff that you know they want to see. Absolutely. And what, you know, I think that really was apparent as COVID-19 was unfolding here in that I was shocked how many students turned to Instagram and our direct messages and our comments as the place to say, what do I do about this? Are we coming back to campus? Can you help me, you know, get access to this information? Um, you know, our Instagram was that place that students just knew if I comment, if I send a message, there's going to be somebody there that can help me. So it's, you know, it's, Absolutely. For the kind of the first time since I've been here, you know, more than ever, we have such a responsibility to help students, you know, in terms of health and safety. Um, so just when the jobs of social media managers um, weren't, you know, cumbersome enough. Um, yeah, it's it's absolutely, you know, it's an advantage that we have that connection. And it's also an enormous responsibility too. such a big responsibility. Yeah. 
you have tomorrow's generation, let's say, at your fingertips and you're able to observe and see how they're using social media, have you noticed any trends, any new things that we might not know about? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, aside from TikTok, which I'm still waiting on, um, on our kind of emerging TikTok star student that can um, really champion our account Um, on Instagram. You know, we've definitely seen, like I said, we started out really using a hashtag four years ago to source all of our content. And what we've seen more and more over the last four years is that as, you know, fewer students are using channels like Facebook, they're creating kind of these multiple layers of kind of profiles on Instagram. So they might have, you know, one profile that they're using to engage with college accounts like us. They might have a photography page, um, you know, where they're showcasing photos that they're taking, um, you know, that they're proud of from a photography sense. And then they might have, you know, a personal account that they're using to connect with friends. Um, And who knows, there are probably many other kind of layers and types of accounts. But we quickly started to realize that, you know, because more and more students had, you know, many accounts and some being private, that we were seeing fewer submissions to our hashtags. And that really meant that we had to pivot a lot of our energy to direct messages, which, again, was, you know, is more time intensive. But it also offers us, particularly for those students who are you know, just getting their admissions decisions. Oftentimes, you know, when we're engaging with them on direct message, they're submitting a photo to us. They're then following it up with questions about the admissions process. And then it's like, you know, again, we have an enormous responsibility because now we are, you know, the frontline person that they're talking to. So, yeah, we've we've absolutely kind of seen the their behavior on uh, on Instagram change. And it's always it's always uh, interesting to me, you know, when I present to classes or talk with students about social media, their understanding of privacy and, you know, things that they think are private. What does privacy really mean? You know, and I and I always try to help students understand that, you know, there's no such thing as privacy on social media. You know, you might have a private account. You might send somebody a direct message with a photo that you think disappears. It does not behave as if it does not. So, you know, just helping students kind of understand that as well, um, because I think there a lot of them are creating kind of these illusions of privacy on social media. Um, But, yeah, just helping our our students also be smart social media users is something that I take seriously, too. It's really important that you're able to educate them as well, because I think that with the younger generations, we often forget. I mean, we didn't grow up with this stuff, but they did. And it's important to realize the dangers and and uh, use the platforms wisely. Exactly. You know, Snapchat in particular was a platform where I remember presenting to a group of students and saying, you know, if you attach location data to something that you're adding to your story, anybody's able to go on that location and see stories that are attached to that. And I mean, I saw heads just explode in the room. They were like, what? You can see that? And I'm like, yes, I can see what you are doing in your dorm room that you are posting to Snapchat. Um, And, you know, it's been really interesting. I'm seeing more and more students who have made a conscious choice. You know, maybe they were on Facebook or they were on Instagram and they've decided to step away from it. 
So that'll be interesting to see, you know, with our next incoming class and the class after that, where are they going to go next? Um, I don't have an answer to that, but I, I think I think students are smarter than perhaps many of us about how they use social media in terms of thinking critically about it. Um, you know, do I, how long am I spending on Instagram? Who do I follow? Is this doing something positive for my mental health? Um, you know, I, I, I'm hearing more and more students talk about that. You know, I had an intern last semester whose senior thesis was about social media's impact on democracy. So I'm seeing students who now having grown up with this technology, they're thinking about it in a deeper, more critical way, which is, I think, exciting. I think it means good things for, you know, for the next kind of generation of social media managers and users. Do you have any idea what role social media plays in the decision-making process for your incoming students? Yeah, so we do, um, we do a survey of students who are admitted to the university. Um, and so we're able to learn a lot about kind of answering that question of what's the ROI of what we're doing. And of course, you know, our main goal on Instagram is kind of brand awareness, but we also just care about, we want to make sure that we're supporting those business goals of the university, right? Are we, are we helping meet those recruitment goals? And yeah, what we found is that students who follow us on social media are more likely to attend the university, um, which is great for us. Um, and we also know that the majority of students um, use social media as part of their college search. Um, so, of course, it's different for different students, but um, we know that particularly when it comes closer to decision time, when students are you know, looking to learn as much as they can about where they might be going to school, that particularly Instagram plays a kind of a crucial role. So, um, yes. So. We are kind of happily uh, able to say that students who follow us on social media are more likely to attend. We're going to move on to the final four questions, which are going to be quick fire questions, um, short answers, uh, giving as much advice as you possibly can to the social media marketers listening. You ready? ready? Does everything always go as planned or is there any room for improvisation on social media? There is not only room for improvisation, it is required. <laughs> it's required. Absolutely, it's required. Uh, you have to be on your toes and something that you've scheduled yesterday might need to be totally overhauled or revisited tomorrow. Anything you can think of to tell me about your work that would surprise me? Something that might surprise folks is that um, we do spend a, a good amount of time, you know, reading the news and making sure that we are super plugged into what's happening. Um, you know, although we are managing an Instagram account, we're also managing a Twitter, we're also managing a Facebook and, you know, things change so rapidly that you know, as a team, we are in communication all day about unfolding news. Did you just see this breaking news? You know, um, make sure that you pay attention to like this unfolding story. Um, so we more than ever, we have to be really plugged into kind of current events and what's happening in the world. Your range of tools for community management. Range of tools for community management. Well, obviously, we couldn't do anything without our social media dashboards. Um, Iconosquare being one of them. Um, 
and certainly, you know, anything that anything that helps us in terms of measurement, because it can be so time consuming. So tools that help us just at a glance help inform leadership of, you know, here's how this performed. Here's what what trends we're seeing. Um, those are crucial for us. We have a content calendar, you know, a simple spreadsheet, but it just it's a shared document that the team can use. Um, and we've actually expanded access to that to the whole university, um, not the whole university, I shouldn't say everybody, but, you know, the folks who are working in social media around the university so that they know what we're doing. Um, and then, you know, we have an amazing social media manager that does reports that really help us kind of hone in from a listening perspective in terms of what's happening in our community. And finally, uh, one piece of advice that you could give to community managers out there. Take breaks and pay attention to your mental health um, and take your vacation time because you earned it. Um, I think I think more than ever, you know, we we all have to, you know, like we were saying, it's important for us to be critical of our social media use, even though we are kind of social media managers. I think the same things we would say to people who follow our accounts, you know, we have to take that care with ourselves. Um, so Take breaks when you can. Make sure you have a support system for folks that can take the load off your off your shoulders and, and give you space because creativity needs to be recharged. Absolutely. Practice what you preach. Exactly. Andrea, thank you so much for being here with me today and for your time and for all of the great advice and stories that you've shared with the people listening to us today. Thank you so much. Yeah, this was fun. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs>